0: Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. (laughs) Bonjour. I'm coming to you from sunny California today. I'm in Montecito. Very grateful visiting Oprah and Ellen DeGeneres. No, just kidding. (laughs) I'm, I'm visiting the celebrities of my life, my goddaughter's family, and that's a wonderful thing. I'm very grateful to be here and very grateful to share this time with you. Yes, this is the time we have set aside for remembering our true identity, remembering our perfection and our wholeness, and forgetting the battles, forgetting the pain and the suffering, forgetting all our mistakes, and we are grateful to begin with a blessing as we always do. So grateful and thankful to place my hand on my heart and wholeheartedly say yes to the infinite love, the pure intelligence, the wisdom that is the very nature of our creator. We are grateful to join together to partner up with that higher Holy Spirit Self, and we are grateful to say yes to the unlimited, the unprecedented, the free flow of divine wisdom, insight, and clarity, intuition. We are grateful and thankful to be led and guided above the battleground. We are grateful to rise up in our thinking and open our heart and mind to how we can truly be of service to ourselves and others. We are grateful that we have choices, and right now we are choosing love, choosing insight, choosing our holiness. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all, and we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So our topic today is rising above the battleground, rising above the battlefield. Sometimes Jesus says battlefield, sometimes he says battleground. And uh but there is a section in chapter 23 called above the battleground. And let's let's look at that because In uh, paragraph four of this section, it's chapter 23, section four, and I'm looking at paragraph four. And Jesus is saying to us, He's talking about relationships here and the beauty of the love in our relationships. And He also talks about how when we have attack thoughts, it's like a murderous thought. And he says here in paragraph four, each form of murder and attack that still attracts you and that you do not recognize for what it is limits the healing and the miracles you have the power to extend to all. Yet, does the Holy Spirit understand how to increase your little gifts and make them mighty? Also, the Holy Spirit understands how your relationship is raised up above the battleground. In it, no more. This is your part. To realize that murder in any form is not your will. The overlooking of the battleground is now your purpose. So as we move along this practice of Course of Miracles, the bat, rising above the battleground, r- being able to overlook it rather than be in the thick of it, this is now our purpose. Be lifted up and from a higher place, look down upon it. From there, will your perspective be quite different? Here, in the midst of it, in the midst of the battleground, it does seem real. Here, you have chosen to be part of it. You've chosen it. Here, murder is your choice. Yet, from above, the choice is miracles instead of murder. Now, that's a wonderful affirmation. Today, I choose miracles instead of murder. (laughs) And the perspective coming from this choice allows, excuse me, from this choice, the perspective coming from this choice shows you the battleground is not real and easily escaped. Bodies may battle, but the clash of forms is meaningless. And it is over when you realize it never was begun. How can a battle be perceived as nothingness when you engage in it? How can the truth of miracles be recognized if murder is your choice? So let's break down some of the really valuable aspects of this. So he's, one of the things he's saying, be lifted up. He doesn't say lift yourself up. He says be lifted up. So to me, it's always about allowing. We don't have to figure out how. Our job is to allow. We allow ourselves to be lifted up. And from there, our perspective will be quite different. From above, the choice is miracles instead of murder. So let's allow it. So I was just teaching a forgiveness class over the weekend and one of the questions, one of the really good questions that came up, is a very frequent question that I get is how do I remember to choose love? How do I remember that I can eliminate my suffering with the practice of forgiveness? How do I remember to interrupt these patterns? How do I remember to choose self-love? How do I remember to choose compassion? How do I remember how to eliminate my suffering? And this, I remember asking this question myself, how can I remember? And I learned the answer through my own experience, which is I decide it's important to me. So just think about your life, okay? What's important to you? I, I would imagine that certain things are important to you, like brushing your teeth, washing your face, uh, having clean clothes to wear, having food to eat. These things are important to you. How do you remember to make sure you brush your teeth? Now, many times people will say, well, it's a habit, it's just a habit, it's, but it became a habit, but it's still something you choose to do. I know this because about once every couple of years, I'm working late, I'm tired, and I, like everybody else, I have my evening rituals of, I do my, uh, I clean my teeth with floss and things like that, and I brush my teeth, and I wash my face, and I do all of these things uh, before I go to bed, but sometimes I might do all the cleaning of my teeth, but not the brushing, and I'll get distracted, something, oh, I think of something, oh, I oh, I forgot to answer that email, I'm going to go run and do that right now, so I'll go run and do that, and then I'll go back wash my face my teeth feel pretty clean I forget that I didn't brush my teeth and then I wash my face I go to bed and I'm in the I go I meditate and pray before I go to bed so I'll do that I get in the bed and then I realize something's not right Ah, I didn't brush my teeth I can feel it in my mouth so I get out out of the bed so it's a habit but I can forget okay, and uh, we think certain things in life are, um, we're just going to remember them because it's a habit or, but the truth is, it's because it's important to us. It's because it's valuable to us. We have ascribed it some kind of value. And so this is why, I have learned that to break the habit of our sense of, oh, waiting for a spirit to provide the next word, our, our well, what, what's coming in is laziness, though that feels judgmental to me. So, but our lack of attention is really, because it's not important to us. It's just not important to us. You you could ask yourself, how do I remember to have a cup of coffee in the morning for coffee lovers? How do I remember to have a cup of tea? I have a friend who likes to have a Diet Coke first thing in the morning. Uh, I know a lot of people do that. I don't like cold drinks very much, so <laughs> that sounds horrible to me. But... um and I don't like diet soda or soda really, but um, I get we all have our things. But how do you remember to have that cup of coffee? Well, it's because you would like to experience the effects of the cup of coffee. You like how the coffee feels in your mouth, on your tongue, on your taste buds, in your belly, in your um, the caffeine in your body, you like it. There's something about it you like, and so you're choosing it because it feels good to you. Well, that's the same thing with choosing forgiveness or choosing kindness, choosing love, is we're choosing it because it feels good and right to us, not because we have to and not because it's a habit. So this is very important for us just to recognize that if we're forgetting to uh end our suffering and we just let it continue in part it's because we it's not a priority to to us and sometimes it's not a priority because we think that our choices won't really make a difference there's no point so for me one of the most wonderful lessons that i've learned in terms of rising above the battleground is that every choice I make adds up. Just like in chapter 2, in the fear and conflict section, Jesus says to us, there are no idle thoughts. All thought creates form. All thought generates form. All thought produces form. So, this is... For us to remember all thought produces form at some level so it might produce our emotions it might produce our experiences or it might actually produce something that we can touch it can also produce our experience in terms of lack and limitation in terms of not having Many people are focused on thoughts of negativity and experiencing lack and limitation. So rising above the battleground is a choice. And I'll share with you that for me, one of the fastest ways to get myself above the battleground is to choose gratitude. Just go right to something I can be grateful for. It shifts the energy instantly. It shifts the vibration instantly. And if we start looking in our mind for more things to be thankful for, I remember when I first started practicing this. I was living in L.A. I was driving around in uh, my car. It was a little Honda Civic, and I had a stick shift, <laughs> which is not a great idea in L.A. because the traffic is so horrendous. And it's it was hilly in my neighborhood, too, so that was not fun either. The Hollywood Hills are serious hills. They're little mountains. So, um, But I learned to practice gratitude. And sometimes I would just be crying in my car, naming all the things I was grateful for. And I'd be crying because I was so grateful that I remembered to have a spiritual practice. I was crying because I was grateful that I had things to be grateful for. And I could feel the energy shifting, my vibration shifting with each gratitude. So how do we remember to start our way back to our spiritual practice when we're upset well i really feel that one of the most effective things we can do is get out in front of it and here's what i mean by that make a prayer before you go to bed so that you're sleeping inside the prayer and the energy of the prayer do gratitudes before you go to bed now if you do, they're like prayer how am i going to do prayer Well, this is one of the reasons why I record a fresh prayer every single day. I've been doing it for 12 years. um, And I post them at jenniferhadley.com on the blog page, which is my daily shot of spiritual espresso. You can also put the number for my prayer into your speed dial on your phone. It is a California number, so um, I, uh, some of you may, might have toll charges, uh, but it's easy enough to, uh, to do that. It's And I'll give you the number right now. You can put it in your speed dial. And you can also find it on the prayer page at jenniferhadley.com. But the phone number is 760-569-6005. 760-569-6005. I record a new prayer every day. And you can go there and listen to it. And... Uh, You can also listen to it on a podcast, all right? So there's the Prayer for Today podcast, and you can find that at jenniferhadley.com on the blog or the prayer page, or go to your podcast app and just search for Prayer for Today, Jennifer Hadley. And you can just search for my name, probably the easiest thing, see what comes up. You'll get... um, multiple podcasts so there's that so with gratitude it lifts our vibration up and that's why being grateful before you go to bed at night doing a prayer praying with me or speaking your own word of prayer before you go to sleep at night that is all going to raise your vibration up you will sleep more soundly and you will wake in a different state. Uh, and when you wake, make it your habit before you get out of bed to make another prayer. So you can, again, you can call my prayer line. You can use the podcast app. You can go to the website. You've got opportunities. There are different choices. You can pray with me. You can make your own prayer. Uh, And with the podcast app, you can search for a topic, oh, today I'd like a prayer about relationship, oh, today I'd like a prayer about abundance, oh, today I'd like a prayer about wholeness, anxiety, fear, Got I don't know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of prayers. So I've been doing it every day for 12 years. I did miss a few days. I took two weeks off once, Um, but... There's a lot of prayers. They're not all in the podcast, but there's a lot of prayers there. And you can also find them at YouTube. If you have a YouTube app, you can find my prayer for today. You can find this radio broadcast at YouTube as well. So rise up with gratitude. Rise up. And what it does is that gratitude shifts your vibrations so that you can heal, hear more clearly, see more clearly, know more clearly, feel more clearly. And what I mean by more clearly is you'll be able to more clearly recognize that still small voice of intuition, divine guidance and inspiration. So that's the other practice that helps us rise up above the battleground is to set the intention each day at the beginning of the day, before we get out of bed, that today I am committed to looking for and finding the most loving choices in every moment throughout my day. This is what I'm choosing this is what I'm interested in. This is how we, we do it. Jesus said in his human life, if I be lifted up, I draw all unto me. And in other words, it's another way to say it that I love is all boats rise on this tide of love. When one is lifted, all are lifted. And that is our purpose. To rise up above the battleground and stay there. And to help others realize that they can do it too. This is being truly, truly helpful. Hey, by the way, I would like to just share with you, I am offering again my Forgive Me, Here Come the Holidays. Also known as F Me, Here Come the Holidays. Um, F stands for Forgiveness. (laughs) <laughs> Forgive me. So uh I'm it's a free class. It was awesome when I did it before, and you can get the details at jenniferhadley.com. Sign up for free. I am Jennifer Hadley, and we are listening to a course in miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're living the love, we're walking the talk. I'll be right back. Oh, so we're <laughs> I saw the wrong time. Ah, okay. So, rising up above the the battlefield, above the battleground, is our purpose now. That doing this, we perceive everything differently. One of the things I say in my classes, I'm sure you've heard me say it in this podcast, is that when we rise up in our vibration to uh, fifth dimensional awareness, so seeing beyond time and space, then we'll know what causality is. Then we know that uh, we can see what everything is for. So until we get to that place where we're consistently able to see what everything is for we don't know what it's for so for me it's so helpful not to judge it not to condemn it not to complain about it because that brings my vibration down there's no way that we can complain about things and feel that we are above the battleground If you would like to have a hard fall onto the battleground from your higher vibration, the fastest way to get there is to start judging and complaining. Right? Now, judging and complaining is definitely a habit. It is a very... Sticky habit, because we have learned to treasure our judgments, our opinions, our complaints, and all that is the cause of our suffering. So being able to recognize that this is a sticky habit, what we can do to help ourselves is every morning and throughout the day to... Call upon the Holy Spirit and say, I am offering the habit of complaining and judging to you. Please take these thoughts out of my mind so I never think them again. Please do the same for anyone else who has a habit of judging and complaining. Let all minds be free of these thoughts. I do not need them anymore. I do not wish them anymore. I am so ready to be done with them. Please take them out of my mind so I never think them again. Let me only think the thoughts I think with God. Let me only know the truth of my life and being. I am so grateful and so thankful to open myself to the infinite love, the pure light, the divine intelligence that is my very nature. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Now we're going to break. (laughs) And I am Jennifer Hadley. I am that I am. And we're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. Live in the love, walk in the talk. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles. Living the love, walking the talk. Welcome back. Oh, it's good to be back. <laughs> so we're talking about rising above the battleground, the battlefield, and how do we do that? Uh, to me... I feel so, so grateful that I finally went all in for this, exactly this, rising above the battleground. I see that some people are like me, and they're pushed by the pain. Uh, And some people are also like me, we're pulled by the vision. And what I see is that most of us have both the push and the pull. So we're pulled by the vision of God, the vision of love, the vision of peace, the vision of harmony, the vision of prosperity, the vision of wholeness and well-being. We're pulled by that in our life, and it's pulling us up because we desire it because it is our heart's desire to live above the battleground and one of the things that is a motivation is the pain and suffering that we feel so we we're pulled by inspiration we're pushed by motivation and we can decide really if you could think of like uh, two different Burners on the stove, you've got knobs you're turning. You can dial up the inspiration pulling us, and you can dial down the pain pushing you. You can actually decide, Oh, I'm going to go for more inspiration, less motivation. And the Holy Spirit will absolutely lead and guide you, but you are the decider, so you are the one who decides. Do you wish to be pushed by the pain more than pulled by the vision? So just like you are the one who decides to brush your teeth and wash your face and wash your clothes and and have food to eat and things like that, you are the one who decides, are you going to be more pulled by the inspiration and the vision of love or pushed by the pain and suffering? And for me, I realized, oh, this is what self-love is all about. That it is self-loving to move out of the habits that have me pushed by the pain. So one of the most, I think the most challenging thing in life is that we become identified with a false self. And we become identified with someone who is unworthy, someone who is not valuable, someone who's not good enough, someone who's not smart enough, uh, beautiful enough, uh, successful enough, thin enough, or whatever, fat enough, you know, it can be all different persuasions. We decide that we're not enough in a number of ways, and we build that case for it. We start looking for the evidence that proves it. Now, the evidence that we find doesn't prove our case. What it does is it proves that we believe it. So if we believe that we're not worthy of love, if we believe that we can't break out of these old habits and patterns, then we're going to find ourselves succumbing to them again. And we think it proves the belief that we can't rise up above the battleground, but it doesn't. What it proves is simply that we believe it. So when we self-sabotage then we're just proving that we believe we're not able to rise above the battleground. When we choose self-destructive choices, we think we're proving that we simply don't have what it takes, but we're not. We're proving that we don't believe we have what it takes. A Course of Miracles tells us all are worthy, all are called, all are chosen. No one is left out. But few of us actually choose to rise above the battlefield. So it's that choice, that power of decision that is the most important piece. And that's why in my classes like Finding Freedom and Masterful Living, we are so focused on developing the ability to make the helpful choice, to make the loving choice, to make the positive choice, and to lay the weapons down, to lay down the murderous thoughts, the attack thoughts, Yes, in paragraph six of this section uh, above the battleground, uh, it's it's chapter 23, section four, paragraph six, when the temptation to attack rises to make your mind darkened and murderous. Remember, you can see the battle from above. Right right there, he's saying, you've got the temptation to think the murderous thoughts, to fly into that murderous rage, or to collapse into the, the sense of deprivation that you don't have what you'd like. You can be tempted to collapse into this sense that something is really wrong with you, Uh, I certainly used to do that. And and I found a certain comfort in it because it was so familiar. Yeah, I'm just going to collapse into self-medication. Yeah, I'm just going to isolate and self-medicate. I'm just going to move into this very familiar form of self-sabotage because it is familiar. I know my way around it. And so this is the most challenging thing I see people go through is the challenge of choosing that which is not familiar and which doesn't feel comfortable yet because it's not familiar. It's really tempting to just choose the familiar even though it's painful. So... That's why we put so much focus on this in my classes, so that people can really build some momentum. And that's also why Finding Freedom is a 90-day boot camp, and that's why Masterful Living is a year-long course. Because with a year-long course, you're going to make a new habit. A Course of Miracles itself is a year-long course. And so in Masterful Living, we're applying the principles of A Course of Miracles and really living the course. And we start uh, January 1st, so uh, that's the bonus class, my New Year's Reboot class, and then class begins in the middle of January, and, but there's a lot of precursor things, so I encourage you to register now. If you're interested, we have a money-back guarantee. And if it calls to you, there are so many different pieces. We are going to have a rockin' 2020. So come join us. I'm very excited for what's unfolding for us. It's really beautiful. All right, so paragraph six, when the temptation to attack rises to make your mind darkened, and murderous. Remember, you can see the battle from above. You can choose it. You don't have to figure out how. Your job is to allow. Now he says here, even in forms you do not recognize, the signs you know. There is a stab of pain, a twinge of guilt, and above all, a loss of peace. That's the temptation right there, to make those things real and important and to then move into medicating them in some way, treating the symptoms instead of the cause. These things that he's describing here are what I call the divine alarm clock, the stab of pain, a twinge of guilt. And above all, a loss of peace. It could be irritation. It could be frustration. It could be shame. It could be any emotion that you do not enjoy. That is telling you that. You have an opportunity to go the other way, to change your mind, to get up above the battleground. And the way I think of it sometimes is I'm placing my hand in the hand of the Holy Spirit. I'm saying yes to rising up. I'm saying yes to really not going it alone anymore That's why I say we don't have to figure out how we learn to allow. And one of the most wonderful and miraculous things that I witness all the time is the folks in my classes doing just exactly this, being willing, being willing to make a different choice, being willing to ask the Holy Spirit and say, show me the loving way. Show me how to choose peace. Show me, show me, show me, show me. And if we're willing, it will be given to us. It may not be instantaneously, but it might be. I find that I make my request and I turn my attention to something positive. And then it arrives, the support arrives, the insight arrives, the help arrives. And it's beautiful. And I can accept it, I can receive it, I can say yes to it. Hallelujah. So in uh, back to paragraph six here. We can, we notice all these uh, upsets, the Stab of pain, a twinge of guilt, and above all, loss of peace. He says, this you know well. When they occur, leave not your place on high, but quickly choose a miracle instead of murder. And God himself and all the lights of heaven will gently lean to you and hold you up. For you have chosen to remain where he would have you, and no illusion can attack the peace of God together with his son. All right. So when we join with spirit, then no illusion can attack us. This is our opportunity. And we're the one, we always have the opportunity. So every time we feel that irritation, that frustration, that upset of any kind, that is the very moment then that we can choose higher and it, it's it goes back to at the beginning of the day what are we deciding our day is about what is our day for what is our day for i realized that my day is for healing healing my day is for remembering and recognize the Christ of my being. And my day is not for doing things. It's for being the answered prayer. It's for being truly helpful. And the more I began to focus on this is what my day is for. That's what my day became. That's how I decided to start Offering classes and retreats. That's how I started to start offering the daily inspirations. It's how I started to offer the daily prayer. It's how I started to offer the free classes. And how I started to offer the radio broadcast. This podcast you're listening to now. So all of these things came because I decided to use my day for how it is intended to be truly helpful. I am here only to be truly helpful. So many times we fill our days with so much to do Because we don't wish to be with ourselves. We don't wish to be with God because we feel guilty, we feel ashamed, we feel less than. But the reason we feel all of that is because we're spending so much of our day attacking. Attacking, attacking, attacking. And that's what he's talking about here. When... In paragraph six, when the temptation to attack rises to make your mind darkened and murderous, remember, you can see the battle from above. Remember in paragraph five, he said, be lifted up and from a higher place, look down upon it. From there will your perspective be quite different. Here in the midst of it, so on the battlefield, it does seem real. Here, on the battlefield, you have chosen to be part of it. Here, on the battlefield, murder is your choice. Yet, from above, the the choice is miracles instead of murder. So all that it takes to rise above the battlefield is willingness. All that it takes to have a day of miracles instead of murder is willingness. Our willingness is all that is required. So we have the same purpose as God because we're part of God. Isn't that cool? Because we're part of God, we have the same purpose as God and we have the same attributes. So our very nature is peace, joy, love, wisdom, clarity, harmony, abundance, wholeness, prosperity, freedom, Joy, all the spiritual qualities. They're all our true identity. And when we choose to see ourselves or someone else as less than perfect, less than whole, then we are going to be throwing ourselves back onto the battlefield. That's how it happens. And it can happen in an instant, but it can also be that we rise up above the battlefield in an instant. It is our choice. We have the freedom to choose. And in this world, the happy place is to be the follower. Let God be the leader. Let Spirit be the leader. Let the higher holy self be the leader. We are the followers. That's the happy place. That we don't have to figure out how our job is to allow. We allow ourselves. We're willing to be the happy follower, the happy learner. And then by doing that, we become the teacher of God. And that's a beautiful thing. Yes, indeed. Now, in paragraph seven, see no one from the battleground, for there you look on him from nowhere. So this is really important, especially with our families. I, I, this is one of the things we also work on in Masterful Living in particular, is seeing our loved ones from above the battleground instead of seeing them as having problems failing, failing, failing us, failing themselves, instead of seeing them as always being defective and deficient, we learn and train ourselves to see from a higher perspective. We're holding the high watch above the battleground, knowing that we don't know what anything is for, but everything is working together for good. And to to really... Eliminate the judgments that we have for our loved ones, our colleagues, our co workers, our neighbors. And when we start to see them in our mind's eye revealing their perfection, then in the human experience, they begin to demonstrate it in ways that are very palpable. And one of the most wonderful, wonderful, wonderful aspects of my whole life and particularly my work and I don't really separate my work from my life I do feel like uh Gandhi who said my life is my message I'd say my life is my ministry that I don't uh go off the clock <laughs> I stay on the clock but one of the most wonderful aspects of my life and this ministry the power of love ministry and the work that we do in Masterful Living in particular is with folks and their loved ones. And one of the most spectacular things is parents and children. Parents who are really struggling with their children or even with their spouses. Uh, and they're just at their wits end and filled with fear and dismay and even disgust and sometimes hatred and that that can all be transformed through these practices and it actually works. And then to see, uh, for instance, because I see it so often, parents who are really struggling with their children, could be little children, could be adult children, Uh, And sometimes it's even folks who are struggling with their parents, that they're really struggling, that they're really afraid for their loved one, or they're really angry, really hurt, really wounded, and that through doing the practices, of course they have to do the practices, you can't just listen to the classes, you have to actually do the practices, uh, those who are doing the practices, they have miraculous results. Yes. And it blows their mind. And the great thing about it is not just all the shifting in the relationships, the shifting in form, you know, the children start stop acting out, they, their emotional troubles dissolve, their um, depression... Uh, anxiety; these things all get shifted and changed. There's more peace, more love, more joy, more freedom, more of a sense of wholeness. All of these things occur, but and 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 the great benefit is now the person who did that work and shifted their relationships, their family, their workplace. The person who did it now they know that the power is the power of love, and the power of love is within them, that they are not separate from the power. The power is within their access. It's within their awareness, and it comes from the renewing and the restoration of their mind through their willingness to practice, and it's not easy. I have to say that many people come into Masterful Living and find it's very joyful uh, or do this Course of Miracles work on their own. But many find it very challenging. It's not for the timid. A lot of people, how many people do you know, started a Course of Miracles and stopped? It's not a failure. It's just their commitment isn't there right now. And that's why it's so helpful to get support. And by the way, we also support Power of Love Ministry through livingacourseinmiracles.com. We have a lot of resources there to support people. We have resources to support people who would like to start a study group. We have, uh, we have the study group map. We have the events map. And we're listing more and more events all the time. And so if you know of A Course in Miracles events, A Course in Miracles study group leaders or teachers, they can list their events totally for free on our global map. So the, the goal is to have all the A Course in Miracles events all around the world listed there so anyone can find an event wherever they are in the world. That's the goal. So please, please uh, make use of that, that calendar. It's one of the things that your donations support. And thank you for your donations because they support the free classes, the Forgive Me, Here Come the Holidays, or F Me, Here Come the Holidays classes that we've got coming up, all supported by donations, so thank you, thank you, thank you for your donations, and if you took one of the classes, the free classes, you didn't make a donation, it's never too late, if you love this podcast, please consider giving us uh, at the Power of Love Ministry a year-end donation or set up a monthly contribution, it helps us, because then we can budget to offer more free classes, and I thank you for that. So, we're rising up above the battleground. Gratitude, a morning practice. This is how we do it. This is what helps us each and every day to remember so that it doesn't have to be a habit. It's our intention. It's the deep desire of our heart. This is how we're living our life. We are here only to be truly helpful and to represent the one who sent us. This is what we're doing. This is what our life is for. This is what our day is for. And now I'm all about the prayer. So let's take a breath of love and gratitude. Hand on our heart. So grateful and thankful to declare our willingness to rise above the battleground. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 I love you. Have a great rest of your week.